You're listening to Profit Without Worry, episode number 104. Today, we're talking about why great lead magnets work and why yours isn't or might not be working as well as you want to yet. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Hey there, welcome back and thanks for tuning in. So have you downloaded your free guide to Profit Without Worry yet? It's so easy to do. Just go to ProfitWithoutWorry.com forward slash free and you can download the guide to get on your path to Profit Without Worry. And my friend, I would love to connect with you. I love it when people reach out to me on social media. It's so easy to do. You can email me, Michelle at MichelleLEvans.com. Hit me up on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. You can tag me or use the hashtag Profit Without Worry so that I see your message. Ask a question, leave a comment, just say hi. I love to put a face with your name and know who's tuning in each and every week. And I love getting feedback from people just like you. All right, before we dive into today's show, all about lead magnets, I want to tell you a quick story about two clients of mine. So client A came to me with an email list, a really impressive email list of over 75,000 people. Their audience on social media was super engaged, and from the outside, this company looked like they had it all together and buttoned up. But they had a dark secret. And when we dove behind the scenes, the truth, the harsh, ugly, painful truth came out. No one was buying. They had all of this engagement, it looked so great up front, but nobody was buying on the back end. So what gives? How could they have this huge, envy-worthy audience? You know, people would kill for an an email list of 75,000, right? Not literally, but it's like one of those business milestones. Well, and and then nobody was buying behind the scenes. Well, when they came to me for help, we started diving into this and figuring it out. And we got into their numbers and we realized something really important. I'm going to come back to that in a minute, but first... Let's talk about another person, a client B, we'll call it. So client B came to me with a small but mighty email list. Um, This person had just over 600 people on their list, and it wasn't just 600-ish random people. These were the perfect people for this person's business. These people were crazy committed to her, to her purpose and her message, to what she was doing in the world and how she was impacting her audience. And on average, she would get over 60% email open rates. Um, I mean, she had some emails that were well into the 80%. And whenever she went to sell a program or a service, she'd sell out quickly with, you know, just like one social media post and an email or two to follow up. So publicly... You'd think client A had it all going on, but in reality, client B was killing it. 
with a lot less stress and a lot more impact and profit in her business. So what was a big part of their difference? Well, believe it or not, it was their lead magnet. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Client A, they sort of followed the direction that you get from a lot of people to create a whole slew of lead magnets. So they had quizzes, multiple quizzes, PDF downloads. They had three different webinars. They had an ebook. They had some cheat sheets. They had, I don't know, like these free classes and videos and just tons of stuff. They could easily get people to sign up for their lead magnets. I mean, obviously they were doing something, right? They got 75,000 people on their email list, but they couldn't get people to move past that kind of freebie hunter mentality. It's like they got all excited for the freebie and then moved on. Client B had one lead magnet and it was for a quiz. The quiz for this person was super hyper-focused on exactly what her perfect buyer would need to know to be ready to buy from her. For everyone else, they'd abandon that quiz and move on because the questions made it really obvious that whatever the response was going to be maybe wasn't as compelling for them, which for client B was perfect because she knew that when people got to the end of her quiz and they signed up for their results, they were in, they knew that this was something that they wanted to work on. They, and she wanted to attract her perfect hyper-focused audience so that she could serve them and engage with them and have impact on them And she wanted to repel everyone else and was super clear on who she wanted to work with and who she did not. And so she did. Client A, on the other hand, they fell for the, you know, build a giant email list and you'll have all the profit you'll ever want BS that's out there floating around. So like any good executing business and good student, they went about attracting the biggest swath of people they could gather. They were like throwing the giant fishing nets out into the interwebs and gathering up as many people as they could. But the problem was they weren't really focused on solving a problem for their audience. And even worse, the audience just got their freebie and then they kept on moving and they never saw client A as the business to help them. How incredibly frustrating, expensive, and time-consuming to spend money and effort to create lead magnets that attract the wrong, wrong people, or at least the people who aren't in the buying mindset. Am I right? Well, I don't know about you, but I've got my hand held high because I've been guilty of being client A from time to time. Sometimes I see people bragging about their ginormous email lists of like, you know, 50,000, 100,000, whatever. And I think, wow, they've got this major audience attracting touch. They're, they're magical. And then I remind myself about client A and all the other people out there who've spent so much time, money, and effort to build an email list that never, ever buys. And then I rein myself in. So let's talk about some keys today in creating a lead magnet that grows your business with a buyer audience, not just vanity metrics, because vanity metrics, my friend, they do not pay the bills. They don't get your impact out there. They just don't do anything other than look shiny on the outside. 
Okay, so I'm sure that you've probably heard the term lead magnet before. It's definitely a bit of a buzzword in the online marketing world, but you know, what exactly is a good lead magnet? Why do they work? And how the heck can you get yours to perform better? So let's dive in. Let's tackle these one by one. So first, what is a lead magnet? So let's just start here in case you're not 100% sure. A lead magnet is anything that you offer for free in exchange for somebody's email address. I'm sure you've probably signed up for lead magnets in the past, right? You might have gotten a free recipe, a trial of a software. You might have taken a quiz, downloaded a checklist, attended a webinar. I don't know, even gotten a free sample at Costco. Like that's all an example of a lead magnet. Um, and so let's go into number two, which are two goals of a great lead magnet. So the two goals of a lead magnet that really attracts the right people. So let's be clear here because most people think the point of a lead magnet is to attract anyone with an email address and a pulse. That's a great way to end up like client A. And again, like I've done it before in my business as well, where you get a ton of email addresses on your email list who kind of forget all about you. Like they take your freebie and they run. That's expensive and it's super frustrating. So here's how I think about the two goals of a great lead magnet. First, your lead magnet attracts the right people. You don't want to attract everyone with an email address and a pulse. If you did, you could, I don't know, simply do a drawing for an iPad or give away a free Amazon gift card every time somebody opts into your site and literally anyone online would opt in. This is not a good way to build a buyer business. Instead, you wanna create a lead magnet that promises something super specific to your specific audience with a specific problem they wanna solve. And yes, I said specific three times in a row there. And I hope if you take nothing else away from today, you realize that being super specific is super important. The big key here is that you need to be super specific on who you wanna attract and what problem you wanna solve. That will help you decide which lead magnet will attract the right buyers into your business because you're gonna be so focused on the path that you want them to get on. The second goal of your lead magnet, a great lead magnet that attracts your buyer audience is that it gets people into your marketing funnel so that they can make a decision if they wanna you know, buy from you or work with you or not. It needs to easily bridge into whatever else you're taking your audience through. So if that's emails, if it's videos, if it's a call, if it's a webinar, you know, whatever it is, whatever else you're taking your audience through so they can decide, do I want to buy from you or not? All right. And then number three, the biggest, the number one biggest reasons lead magnets flop. So I've alluded to this a couple of times and I know on past episodes, I've told this story before, but Back in 2013, I jumped on the hustle bandwagon and guest blogging was all the rage in those days. I mean, guest blogging is still a great strategy, but it was like on fire in 2013. And so I took this course and then I wanted to just get out there and guest blog as much as I could for the big guys. And I got an article put up on Brazen Careerist. So number one, wrong audience for me, right? Right. But um, Brazen Careerist 
published this article and it's, I don't know, five LinkedIn hacks for a headline that rocks even if you're not looking for a job. Like that was what my freebie was. I can't remember what the um, title of the article was. But I put that up there and because Brazen Careerist has such a huge audience, especially at that time, I got close to 4,000 opt-ins within a couple weeks. But a whole slew of them, probably like four or 500 of them, opted out right away. Like they were just like, thanks for the PDF, peace out, yo. And they were gone. And then um, the rest of the people who stuck around, it was like, I don't know, 3,500 or so. They never again really engaged with me. Like they got my freebie, but they didn't see anything that I was solving for them. They didn't see anything that... Um, They could buy from me. Like, they just were like, oh, thanks for the LinkedIn headline hacks. Uh, um, I forget who you are. Bye-bye. And I had these people on my email list for probably like a year and a half. And then I really realized, like, I was looking at how much I was spending for my autoresponder and how low my email rates were. Like, when I would send out an email, I would get... I don't know, a three or 4% open rate, you know, people just were not paying attention to me. And I was like, okay, I went through and anyone who hadn't opened an email for me for more than a year, I sent out a few like re-engagement emails and I tried to do some ads to re-engage them. And then I was like, I, they don't even know who I am and they don't even know why they'd want to hear from me. And I just deleted them. I mean, thousands of people. So those 3,500 plus a lot more. And a lot of it was my fault. Um, you know, I, like I said, I put out a really broad lead magnet that literally anyone with a LinkedIn profile would be interested in. So right there, I wasn't specific enough, right? And then once they opted in, I didn't think about, okay, what's the experience that I want to take them on? What's the journey I want to take them on from opting into this lead magnet to making a decision if they want to work with me? I just sort of randomly sent out emails. I didn't have a marketing funnel. I didn't have, I didn't really have a thought out experience path for these people. So they opted in, they got their freebie. And, you know, I would sporadically send emails out with a newsletter or, you know, a video or whatever. And they're just like, all right, I don't understand what you're all about. So I'll see ya. And that's really the number one biggest reasons that a lot of lead magnets flop is that they're not, it's not leading into a marketing funnel. It's not leading into an experience that takes people on this journey for them to go, ah, I see how you could even go deeper with this. I see how this could really make a difference for me. And so, you know, while we might spend a lot of time creating a quiz or a PDF or an ebook or a video or a webinar or whatever, if it's not surrounded by, you know, other things, you know, your marketing is probably not going to be a one and done thing. Most people need more than one ad, one freebie, one time listening to you, giving a speech or a webinar or whatever. They might need a little more than that to make a decision if they want to work with you. And so the number one biggest reasons that lead magnets flop is really that they're trying to stand on their own when really they're just an entry point into your broader journey that you take people on so that they can decide if they want to work with you or not. 
So the takeaway is when you have a super generic lead magnet that has zero marketing funnel to, you know, help people make a decision to take them on a journey to have them say, yep, this makes sense for me to go deeper or no, this doesn't. Don't be surprised when people get your lead magnet and then never buy and maybe even forget about you. And I know it's really painful because I've had it happen to me. When I cleaned up my list, I think that I deleted off like, I don't know, five, 6,000 people. And it was painful. But once I did, I freed up all of that space for me to focus on the people who actually were interested in the kind of business that I wanted to run and not just my freebies that I didn't think through. So let's wrap this up today. If you've got a lead magnet that either isn't performing well or is attracting people, but none of those people are buying or really paying attention to you, go back and take a look at the entire journey with fresh eyes. Ask yourself these three questions. Number one, is this lead magnet for a specific person with a specific problem or am I throwing a really big net that anyone with an email and a pulse might want? Number two, does this lead magnet easily bridge into my marketing funnel? Does it go into a broader journey that I'm taking my people on? And then number three, does this lead magnet set up the sale I ultimately want to make? Does it help them solve a little bit of, of their problem and set them up to want to go even deeper to solve it? If the answer to any of these questions is no, it's probably time to either make a change like, you know, adding maybe some ads or some emails or something to support your lead magnet, or maybe come up with a new lead magnet altogether that better sets you up for the sale. And remember, you don't need everyone with an email address and a pulse to opt in to your business to be successful, but you do need the right buyers to find you and to see you as the business they want to work with. That all starts with a lead magnet that bridges into your longer term working relationship. So I'd love to hear how this goes for you. What's been your favorite lead magnet ever that you've either designed for your business or that you've downloaded? What are you going to test to get your lead magnet to attract buyers into your business? Hit me up on social media or email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. And as you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about creating profit without worry for their business? If you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's super easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening on, or just share the URL for today's show at profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode 104 and your friend can listen right there. And don't forget to download your freebie, Five Steps to Profit Without Worry. You can get that at today's show notes, which is at profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode 104, or just go to profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free so that you can see what it takes to create a movement with your marketing. And it all starts with that lead magnet. All right, have an amazing week and I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. See you then.